Hey everyone, welcome to a special uh, one-on-one with Andre. Hello! Uh, jumping right in, we've established that Andre sometimes sleeps in the castle with Caleb. There's a room for her. Uh, and in her free time, Andre has... It's been a few... I'm going to say that this one-on-one is your progression for like a month or a few months, you know? Okay. Uh... So, we what kind of work would Andre do in that time? I mean, there's probably commissioned adventuring, and there was that whole seamstress thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would imagine she's probably been doing a little bit of both, because honestly, she just she really wants to buy her own house, man. So whenever she can get money, she is not super picky about the jobs that she takes. But I would like to say that. I think a lot of them, as far as the commissioned adventuring work, kind of revolve around, like, seeking and retrieving. Like, mm-hmm. she's a thief, so it's kind of what she does, however illegal it was. And she tries not to steal so much anymore. She's, like, turned over a new leaf and everything. But right. that's still, it's still, like, it kind of gives, like, the same feel. So I feel like that is probably... What she's doing as far as commissioned adventuring, like, hey, go find this for me. All right, I'll do that. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, okay. oh yeah, and also, also, um, given that it's it's been some time and she's kind of settled down and recognized that, hey, these people aren't out to aren't out to get her. She actually is like comfortable with these people now. She probably doesn't feel super self-conscious about people knowing that she sews and is kind of a softie. So she's probably like open to some some paid seamstress work too. Okay. So um All right. So what we'll say, I'll just roll a couple random tables for a second. Okay. Um, so I would say that for the people in Timshul, having someone who... A lot of the times, people in Timshul don't really go on adventures that much, you know? It's true. So, so seeking and finding is probably more like, I know it's in my house somewhere. <laughs> That's fair. Unless, like, it's in this old ruin in the north. There's probably very less of that. And more like, fuck, I lost my glasses. Oh, they're on my head. Oh no! <laughs> you know, like there's probably there's probably a bit of that, which um, probably grades on her patience a little bit. But those those sorts of it, questions but... are probably more from the older crowd. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say one of your more interesting hunts, however, uh, came from the the help of a tortle man. He, yeah, Uh, turtles for the uninitiated are basically turtle folk. They're they're kind of like Master (laughs) Ugwe. They're basically Master Ugwe. They are, Uh, (laughs) but they carry their home on their back. They kind of do whatever they want. They're happy with themselves, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this turtle's name was Lanu. And he 
he came from a place called Cholt, which was this very far off country, you know. And mm-hmm. he was a bit of a traveling merchant. And he was coming into town. He was going to show off some, like, cool and strange things, you know. And, and then, you know, be on his way. But uh, he came to you, Andre, because one of his things that he wanted to sell, part of his, one of his card things, had gone missing. And it was this, like... Mm-hmm. And he wasn't really sure if it was anyone... If, he, if anyone took it, you know? Like, he, he had it when he walked into town, you know? <clears throat> okay. So you know it's somewhere within the town vicinity, and he does say he took the long way in, which you don't really know what that means. <laughs> uh, I mean, fair. <laughs> so if you want to, like... I think all he'd tell you is that he took the long way into town, that he went through some really old ruins on his way, and he's certain that <clears throat> at least in there he had his he had his his big surprise, big thing. <clears throat> and Lonnie would admit he's a bit of a pet store owner. Oh. Mm-hmm. So uh he said that the thing that he lost was a small cage. Well not a small cage, a sizable cage for uh creatures from Chult that uh well I, I, I note not to brass tacks here. They're flying monkey. Oh. He, he had like a, a big cage full of them. And he thinks maybe they fell off the cart. He, he's just a little worried, you know? Oh, okay. He's an That's older fair. turtle man. And he, it's clear he does care deeply for all of his creatures. He just, just wants his flying monkey to be okay. Exactly, exactly. Oh, it's so fluffy! They are very fluffy. Um, <clears throat> he says that he, he, they either came in, they came in through the ruins, and that he's certain that he had them when they went there, but he can't be sure when he lost them. Okay. Um, so, yeah. And he will give you, give me a moment, since he is a bit of a traveled man, and you know, has a has a bit of a has some money in his belt. Uh, he'll give you fifty three gold pieces for the adventure. Ooh, sweet. Uh huh. So, with that in mind, you your little mystery solving gig probably works out of the castle itself. Probably. Yeah. So, so chances are. Your little quests like this do not go unnoticed by the castle staff. I mean, it would make sense. <laughs> so, so you could ask them. They're, they've always been kind of willing to help you out. So if there's anything you need. So how would Andre start this flying monkey investigation? <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I guess... Honestly, she'd probably ask about what the long way around is, like uh, where exactly he came uh, into the, into the. Yeah, uh, Lanu would explain that when he came in, he came in through the west, and that there were all these old buildings and towers and stuff, and it was kind of spooky, but <clears throat> he didn't really care. 
Okay. So with so, that in mind, uh-huh. I feel like if he can't be sure when he lost the cage, then she would probably go look like where he entered the town and like see. Okay. Uh, is there any, would you want to ask anybody around uh, for those for just memory jogging purposes? The people in the castle at any given moment are Anelian, Rose, Jay, Lothor, and Caleb. Mm. Let's have, let's never talk to Lothor. She hasn't talked okay. to Lothor in a while. <clears throat> I mean, it makes sense if if where she's heading is the old town. Yeah. So yeah, Andre, you would know that Lothor likes to reside in the lower halls of the castle. Mm. Uh, mostly the basement area, <clears throat> but they've they've made it a nice spot for him. There's like, Ooh. there's like some books. There's his old bookshelf. They brought that back from his decrepit hut. Um, they, there's just a lot for him. There's like some ta- There's a table with some games. Calum gave him some of the board games he never played. Uh-huh. Uh Jay probably resides down there most of the time as well. So him and Jay probably have a prolific tournament of different board games. That's so wholesome. I love Lothor. <laughs> I think you've caught them in the middle of a uh, of one of those games when Lothor sees you, uh, kind of gives Jay the hand signal of "Give me a moment," you know. Mm-hmm. Oh God, it's been ages since I've done his voice. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Uh, I think he just kind of floats over towards you and just goes like, "All right, well, uh, how can I help you, Andre? It's quite some time." It has, and I do apologize for that. I have not really talked to you in a while. I've been, I've been busy. Um, I, so I've heard. I've, I've heard from Calum quite a bit about what you've been up to. I'll have to make it a point to talk to you more. It's... But, I'd appreciate the company, but Jay and I have been doing very well for ourselves. Isn't that right? Uh, Jay just looks over, waves at you, and just goes like, yeah, things are cool, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> well, maybe you'll indulge me in a game of dragon chess at some point. I would love that. Okay, but we'll save that for a later date. I actually have thing. Um. Oh, uh, of course. <laughs> so, I being commissioned to find a cage with a flying monkey in it. I'm not exactly that, sure what that would look like. That is a thing, but... indeed. Uh, okay. Okay. I, I, I've never, I've never seen one. I've, I've heard of, I've heard of faraway lands, but I've never seen one in person. Yeah, there's a traveling uh, turtle merchant who came into town recently and misplaced a cage, so I'm going to go find it, and he and he came into town through the ruins. Oh, well, <clears throat> on the one hand, I guess that's a good thing. It shows that the ruins have calmed down some. Yeah. I was admittedly a little worried. Decided to stay in the castle. 
But it, it is good to know that, that they're handling well over there. Yeah. Okay, I, I felt like I was needed more here, though. No. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. I, I just... Yeah. Yeah, well, I was wondering if... I don't know, because I was going to go there and start my search where he came into the town, so... Um, if you have any information or anything that you think might help. Yes, um, I, I can ensure the ruins peace when you arrive. Um, flying creatures do tend to get pretty annoying in the ruins. There's some pretty tall buildings. Um. But a creature like that, I, my honest guess would be to... There's a, another wraith in the ruins. When I left, I put them in charge. Okay. Uh, their name is Glasno. Uh, go speak to them. I'm certain that they have kept track of everything. Okay. If, I will if, do that. If <clears throat> I could at least indulge me in this, I would like to come. You. Oh, sure. I could use the uh, company. All right. I could also maybe. I know walking a bit so I can see if I can pull a favor with Peter again. Get us that cart back into the ruin. <clears throat> oh, that would be lovely. Thank you. No problem. Glasno is a very understanding sort. I put them in. Yep, that makes sense. All right. Well, let's go out there later today. The spirits will night. <clears throat> okay. Sounds like a plan. So, in the evening, we'll go. And he turns back to Jay and just goes like, so, uh, what, what was the score, Jay? And Jay was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> love Lothor. I love Lothor. <laughs> so as the day goes on <clears throat> Andre uh, mm-hmm. night falls and you accompany Lothor and Peter into the ruins um, Peter is kind of short for words uh, mostly because he explains that uh, well he would tell you that on short notice like this he doesn't really have much time to prep so he just kind of just kind of rides you there, you know? Doesn't have the big spiel they had last time. Yeah, that's fair. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, but when they... Yeah. When you get to the ruins, you and Lothor, I think he's just sort of floating beside you as you guys make it into the ruins, you know? Okay. And you go into a hut that maybe you don't remember, but sorry, Rowan and Leona went to way back when to meet up with Lothor. And as you guys walk in, uh, Andre, it's a bit more emptied out because some of the furniture has been moved to Lothor's uh, abode in the castle. Okay. But uh, you could see what once was probably a military fort. <clears throat> Ooh. Yeah. And uh, Lothor kind of floats in besides them and just goes like, well, this is where they should be. And a, 
unlike Lothor's pure black coloration, this is more of like a crystalline white. Mm-hmm. And their form kind of echo- reverberates around you like Lothor's did uh, to Sari, Leona, and Andre. I mean, and Rowan. And it just looks to everyone and just says, well, this is interesting. It's been some time since I've seen you, Lothor. I've done my best to keep uh, things going around here. You've been doing very well, Glasno. I'm very impressed. That's amazing to hear, sir. Mm-hmm. Lothor kind of gestures to Andre. When I, long ago, when I was captain, uh, Glasno was my retainer. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I've served faithfully for, looks at an invisible watch, a very long time. <laughs> well, your loyalty is admirable. Thank you. It means a lot. Mm-hmm. So. So, back so. to the hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wish we could say we were just here on friendly business, but there is something our friend on sword had. Oh, yeah. well, uh, of course. Uh, Andre, you've, you and your friends have been vital to the continued success of this town. If there's anything we can do here to help you, just say it. Okay, well, I took a job this morning um, from a, a traveling portal man who came oh, into town. Uh, I did see them come through. You did? They, oh. They did seem like a good sort. I, I let them through without much issue. Yeah. He seems very nice, very kind. But he... Older gentleman, I, correct? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And he seems to have misplaced one of his creatures, one of the cages containing uh, a flying monkey. Oh, that is troublesome. Yeah, so I am being tasked with finding it. If you have any information on where we could find the creature, it would speed this process along. I figured your help would be invaluable. Glasno kind of puts a ghostly finger to his chin. Just kind of, it's very clear he's lost in thought, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I do recall them arriving. I, I, I watch their, I watch their actions like you showed me, uh, but uh, trying to remember when he dropped the cage, uh, it, he did drop it over here. I can confirm that, but uh, I didn't necessarily keep too close tabs on the creature. You know, I yeah. did not. I didn't know its importance at the time. Oh well, you, you wouldn't have known. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Anything helps. All right. Well, it stayed on the north side, closer to the cave, closer to the entrance of town, which is good. Indeed, had it gone further south, it'd be in a bit of a problem. <clears throat> uh, Glasgow kind of looks to Andre, kind of probably confused face. Uh, in the southern part of the old town ruins lies the Arcanum, a big towering. Once mage tower, but now it's rather, it's a rather sorry sight. Oh. It was, hmm. 
Sounds interesting. It is very. It was a central hub of wizardry in, the, in its golden days. You know, residing among us and peace between Timshul and, and the ruins. Our kind often gave them some trouble. And so instead of building downward, the only recourse was to keep building up. It's a rather gigantic building. <clears throat> the unfortunate reality of it is what happened during Glasno kind of shrinks a little bit and just goes, during the conflict there was a situation where the, the followers of the Shadow Dragon remained in the Arcanum as a holdout. Not knowing, not knowing that their forces in Timshul had been routed, they remained, and we let them remain, until they starved themselves. What we didn't realize was the magic of the ruin also attached to them. So we keep people out of the Arcanum. Undead half-dragons are not a fun time. Undead half-dragons... It's it's a scary sight, even for us. Oh, I can imagine. Their time of starvation has them to become rather feral. Don't really listen to reason. They only... ...into the archives' risky business. Hmm. <clears throat> well, then it's a good thing that our... Our friend, the turtle, did not go down there. <laughs> That's correct. Glasno kind of thinks for a moment and just goes, You know, I could, if there's anywhere up in north that they would like to perch, it would probably be the old substation. There was once a connecting sort of cart system that went from the old town ruins back when it was part of Timshul into the main hub of town. It mm-hmm. has been since dismantled, but the old tracks of it remain. I see. Mostly in this area. They have been properly removed. We have been in... Lothor turns to uh, Andre and goes, One of the things we've been talking about, Caleb and I, is of that system. Now that the spirits, most of the old town ruin, still true in their loyalties. There may not be a need for that process will begin once the Arcanum has been cleared out. Mm. Um, Glasno would kind of pick up again. But that old station is a pretty, rather large building. So, it, it was meant to house travelers, of course. Act as a kind of halfway house, you know? Of course. So, I'm almost certain if you were to enter there, there's a lot of places for your, uh, avian mammalian friend to have gotten lost. Okay. That's very helpful. None of the other buildings in the north side are that large. Mm -hmm. And if you're a flying creature like that would like to perch, that would be my guess. Everything else small homesteads at the time, you know? Yeah. Okay. I can work Lothor, with this. Lothor nods and just goes, Besides, I've been meaning to go check on that system. Be a pair, see what, see what can be done, you know? 
Mm. It seems like this is an apt time for both of us. That, yeah. Yeah. So you and Lothor uh, take off, leaving Glasnow to the, to the sort of leadership place, who mm-hmm. waves you off rather cheerfully and goes back to one of his books. The old the old substation is a very rickety wooden building. Uh, When Lothal referred to tracks, this wasn't so much train tracks as more as like a carved out path, you know. Uh huh. But now with Asylum Tech being on the mind of several, the concept of a more train cart system is kind of appealing. Yeah. So, as you and your wraith friend kind of peer in the door, I'd like you to make a perception check. Alrighty, let me do that. A perception check. Ooh! I rolled a 17, and I have expertise in perception now. So that's a 23. (laughs) Well, you are a half-elf, so this tracks. You do have dark vision. Uh, so as your dark vision kind of starts to align, you know, mm-hmm. eyes adjusting. <laughs> yep, it becomes very clear that there's like something moving in this area, and the moving can be mistaken for like the skittering of bats, maybe you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, the more mammalian sounds coming from one of the rafters kind of gives the creature away. I see. You can see this tiny little... It is... Well, it is golden and brown fur. Uh, bird-like wings. A tail that almost ends in leopard print. Two very small, very cute eyes that are blue. And a monkey face. Oh, So cute. More like, more like more of a marmoset, maybe? I don't know. It's less like a chimp and more like a, like a, like a, you know. Mm. And it kind of sees you and uh, seeing another human being, it just kind of flies over and lands on your shoulders and starts like curling up. Oh, that's so cute. I feel like Andre is kind of like, like startled at first. There is, like, a, 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 just a creature just landed on her shoulders. Just, actually, how heavy is this little guy? Uh, it's, I'd imagine maybe about of like a, a bigger bird. Okay. That's fine. Okay. So she's kind of just like, oh, hello there. <laughs> it kind of smiles at you and Lothor, like, kind of floats around it and just goes, well, that was rather easy. It it was. I was I almost wasn't expecting it to be easy. Yeah, I mean I do a chance to check out the Give me a moment. And his like his wraith form kind of collapses in on itself, making that familiar will o wisp ball of light, and it just zips around the room. <laughs> and within a few like you kinda of just stand there with the creature, probably like petting it for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And when in a few minutes time that a little orb comes back 
and expands again, revealing Lothor, and just goes, Well, I've seen what I've needed to see. Physical damage, you know, small creatures like, but nothing beyond repair. Cool. Especially with mines such as the, the ones at home. I'm certain. Yeah. I'm certain Caleb's ties to the could lead us to having a rather, rather special system built. In. I see. It would be. It would be nice to see this place up and running. It would be, especially, like we said, once that business in the Arcanum is dealt with. Hmm. He says, "Well." It is late. It is getting late. Let's let's return back to town and get things settled with your tortle uh, compatriot. All right, that sounds like a good idea. And sure enough, you guys make it back to town. You hand the flying monkey back to the tortle, and Lanu, true to his word, gives you fifty-three gold pieces. Cool. Before okay, before he heads off again, uh-huh. could I like? Sneak a peek at, like, what other creatures he's got? Sure. Um, I think he'd probably offer. There's a... There's your typical affair, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Dogs, cats, things of that nature. Types of birds. That would be... There are crabs. There are hawks. Weasels. Ravens. Seahorses. Little... Little... Yeah, and, uh, you know, some normal stuff. Puppies, uh, fish, flying cat. Flying cat? <laughs> flying cat. Flying cat. It's a cat with wings. They're flying cats. Cat? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Um, I'm intrigued by this. Lanu would notice your your interest and just go like, "Ah, yes, uh, he's a rather he's a rather spry young one. You have to be accepting of scratch marks here and there, but they will be a loyal companion. I can promise you that. Where they come from, they're known as the Tresen, but flying cat is a bit more apt. I feel like she kind of like kneels in front of that cage and like. Puts her hand against it. Just... Oh, roll animal handle. Key, okay. <laughs> oh, sweet. Okay, these rolls are these rolls. Yes, that's a flat eighteen because I don't have a handle in. I don't have a wisdom modifier. Just uh, the tressum just kind of walks up to the your side of it and just starts like putting its head up to your hand. Oh. Well, would you look at that? It seems that you've grown quite a connection already. Well, I, I do run a business. However, you did just find my personal best friend. And, uh-huh. and I am also very much for finding their purpose, purposeful homes. The place where they belong, you know? Of course. And I believe this Tressum has made its choice. So, in return for finding my my best friend. He kind of looks at the flying monkey again. And because the Tressum seems to have already taken a shine to you, he kind of sets the cage off of the cart, lowers it, 
opens it and the Tressum walks out and just goes, I'm certain you can, I'm certain someone such as you would be a very, very lovely host. I, I would love to have him. I will take very good care of him. The Tressum flies up to you and uh, puts its like paws on your shoulders and curls its wings up and kind of, kind of licks your, your cheek. I'm gonna say that was in character. That was in character. The all was in character. <laughs> uh, Lani smiles and just goes, "You know, I've been considering uh, setting up a shop around here, somewhere more permanent than a traveling cart. I do like to travel, but I've I am an older gentleman, and I believe my days of seeing Faerun are coming to their close. So I would like a place to settle down. You know." Begin a new chapter. Of course. Well, Timshall is good for that. Well, I suppose I will go speak to someone. Do you have any suggestions on places I could stay the night? Um. Andre, you would know a lot of halflings in town set up their home. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, yeah, she would tell them. There, There are lots of, um, halflings around that actually open their homes to to newcomers and to travelers for oh. um for residents so you might ask around about thank that. you of course but i i believe i'm going to go warm myself at the tavern first and then see about that business thank you very much and do take care of the tressim of course i will he uh waves and kind of pushes his cart different little happy animal sounds as they're reunited with their flying monkey friend. <laughs> this is too wholesome. Uh, and the turtle just, and Lanu just kind of heads out. And you are 53 gold pieces and trust him wiser. Nice. I have a flying cat now. <laughs> a flying cat. Is there anything else Andre would want to do? Uh, I know her seamstress work we mentioned. So I think I do have something there. Um, there is there is someone who might like some nice uh, outfit uh, outfit wear, and I think who they are might surprise you. All right, on a, on a typical day with nothing really going on, you are greeted by the bard master of the of the Dancing Serpent Tavern, Tatiana. Oh, she's a bit older bit of an older chiefling, but she's still herself. And uh, I think she'd approach you and say that uh, you know, her, her son, Zagreus, is about to have an anniversary being the captain of the guard, and they would like to have something nice to wear during the ceremony. Uh-huh. And so they cool. like, they, they show you a few like patterns that they like a bit. And they're just like, I don't know if you could implement that onto something like a dress, but it, I would really, really appreciate the help. I've tried my best to do it myself. It's, it's slow going, and as much as I do trust dear Rose with things of that nature, she can be a little demanding. Oh, that's understandable. I can definitely see what I can do. Thank you. I, <clears throat> my work in the bar has left me a little bit of extra time of the year, so I would happily send some your way for that. 
Okay. Yeah. I yeah, I can make that happen. So Andre, you'd set off making a nice flowery outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, her thing. Not tell Zagria. <laughs> All right. If he found out that she was going above and beyond for him, he'd tell her to stop. Oh, baby. I love Zag. Uh <laughs> Okay. Don't 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 tell Zag get this dress made. Hmm. Okay. That's doable. She smiles and just goes, Well, I think I'd agree with I think I think I'd agree with besides. And then she just kinda of pauses and goes, Is that a flying cat? It is a flying cat. I just I just got him from uh a pit. A traveling turtle named uh, Lanu. I found his flying monkey, and he gave me a flying cat. Oh, adorable! He's taken a liking to me already. I haven't named him though. I'm sure you'll come up with something nice. I'll do my best. <laughs> she smiles and just goes, "Oh, back when my kids were obsessed, my kid was obsessed with pets." Zag, Zag tried to make every little creature that would come outside the door a pet. And you just, the, you just hear from like a room in the castle, Mom! <laughs> I know, you're an adult now. Mom, it's not even that. Why are you talking about the worm days? Worm days were so cute, Zag, please stop. Is <laughs> Nate down there? That's not important. <laughs> I think that's a yes. Bye, Zag's mom! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Tatiana just kind of chuckled, hands you their, their little drawings that they had come up. They're actually pretty nice. A little, a little, mm-hmm. wistic, a little, like, a little fairy tale-ish, you know? Just a little out of the realm of possibility, but not by much. Hmm. You can tell that she kind of drew them like dreamily on napkins when she was just kind of thinking about nothing. They can they do tend to look a little exuberant, but you know. Yeah. The, the base is there. The raw mm-hmm. idea is there. It's just there's just a few extra things they just doodled on because they got bored and you know, sometimes you draw something and you don't have much to do, so you just keep adding onto it and onto it. <laughs> yep. I know that. So you get the sense that, like, the base is absolute. And you can see what you can do. All right. I think after looking at the, the sketches, she's kind of just, like, she nods a couple of times. Yeah, this is doable. I, I know it's a little much. I kind of top, you know. Yeah, it's, that's understandable. It's, it's fine. I can work with this. It doesn't have to be exact. You know, just in the in the. It it'll have it'll have the same general feel. It that's, might not be the exact same, but that's most, no, that's most, that's most. I, most important to me was like, the the feel of it. I didn't really care so much about like specific things. She actually looks back on it. When did I add that? Man, I'm not... all right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, you're not supposed to talk about those things. Shut up. 
Tatiana would just sort of wave you off, and Caleb would just probably like turn up behind you and just go, <sighs> tieflings. <laughs> tieflings, indeed. I do like Tatiana a good deal. Yeah, I like her well enough. How have things been going? I know you've kind of been missing in action a couple of days. Uh, I assume you were off doing something. Yeah, I've I've really been jumping into the spirit of the whole um, commissioned adventurer title. Getting oh. paid to do things. It is it's so nice. I haven't really gotten to do it much myself because princess duties. But I, I, I am happy to hear that that's working out for you. Yeah. And and look and look, it landed me a flying cat. <laughs> that is amazing. Just keep it away from Ernest, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, sure. There a bit of Ernest has been a nippy sort. Hmm. I see. You just well. like it just cuts to like Ernest eating like one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it sounds like you have made. Nice advances for yourself, right? I'm really trying. <laughs> I, I've taken notice. And so is a lot of other people, actually. That's actually why I'm, I came here. I oh? have a bit of a surprise for you. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, so close your eyes. Uh, actually, don't do that. That's, that's <laughs> We're going to be walking a good distance. Okay. And he if you kind of, if you want, I can close them when we get close. When we get close, when we get close, I'll give you the I'll give you the warning. Okay. And so the two of you just kind of walk a little bit. And uh, mm -hmm. so as you were uh, as you guys were going, he opened your eyes again when you guys were close to a just sort of a block, just random block of houses. Okay. Houses. The the houses, Calum. Um, the Calum oh, uh, just goes, "Oh, right, I forgot the most important part." And then he like goes inside his pocket, going, "No, no, there it is," and hands you a key. <gasps> Calum. Yes. Did you? Are you? Are you serious? Dead serious. Um. Oh my gods! I. Hey, I have, I have no words. I, I've loved having you around, Andre, and I, I would absolutely appreciate if you visited now and again. But your, your work as a seamstress is kind of popping off, and I'm really impressed. And I wanted to let you have a place that you could maybe double as a studio. Oh, that, that's, so, that's so nice of you. I was talking with a few of the builders. We've been kind of keeping it under wraps. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it, the, this old place used to belong to a, to a Ganassi couple, but they, you know, they moved out. They went, decided that, you know, while life here was nice, they were fire Ganassi, and they needed somewhere a bit warmer. Well, and, that's and, understandable. Like, of course, everyone... Simshul isn't always a permanent residence for people. Sometimes it's just a halfway point to where you're going to be. And mm -hmm. I still, I mean, I still keep in touch. One of their own was a, uh, a wizard. His name was Asher. I actually taught him his first spell when, very young, when he was very young. 
I still keep in touch with them. They're a nice family, but they decided that somewhere warmer was more their style, and we happily saw them off, and it's kind of just sort of been sitting here. And when you, during our sleepover, you reminded me you didn't really have a place to call your own, and I started doing some work in my free time. Okay, then you shouldn't have. Well, it's not just me. The whole town came together for you. You saved us from the hags. You, you did a lot of good work. We wanted to thank you. The, the whole town did this for me? Of course. I mean, I may be the prince, but I don't have all the money in the world, Andre. Uh, I, I, really, I really don't know what to say. I've... I, I mean, sure, I've... I've I've done some things I guess that could be considered heroic, but I haven't ever really been the most pleasant person to get on with. <laughs> well, sure, but I mean that's not your style, and no one is going to force it to be. <laughs> uh, I thank you. I God, I don't. I was so emotional right now. I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I mean, he opens his arms for a hug. She hugs him. <laughs> when, when he lets go, he just goes like, so I'm going to leave you to your place. Uh, and Elian and I will be here in a few hours with your stuff. And uh, we can help you move in. Okay. I- I'd like that. Mm-hmm. The, there's a bed in there, too. Uh, so you could just maybe get the feel for that <laughs> uh, come the night time. But I'm sure that there's still a few more things you want to do first. So the key's yours. Uh, the place is yours. Um, once we move your stuff in, uh, it'll be weird without you. I, I really liked having you around, Andre. Well, it means a lot to me that... that... How you feel that way. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you're my friend, and it was like having a sleepover every night. It was awesome. But, you know, people gotta gotta move their own pace, you know? That's true. And I think if this is something your heart's been set on for so long, I didn't want to keep that from you. Aw. Ugh. I I still still can't believe it. I have a house. Correct. <laughs> it's not a big house, but it it's, it's it'll do. It's it's perfect. I'm glad you like it. Really I am. Mm. But you're welcome mm. in the castle anytime you'd like. Okay. I did tell Lothor that I would have to play him in dragon chess at some point so I'll still be around (laughs) that's good to hear I was really kind of nervous that you just wouldn't really come around anymore but I'm glad that that's not the case of of course I'm still going to be around I may I may be a bit of she hugs back and when 
when the that hug is uh when they like pull f- away from that hug she just kind of like shrugs i i may be a little bit of a loner a lot i i am alone but i i i recognize when i have people that care about me and that i care about so i'm not just going to abandon that it's i've never had a family and now that i do i'm i'm gonna hang on to it Caleb smiles and just goes that's what i've always kind of wanted to hear all right well the the home is yours um i know you still have work for tatiana so maybe maybe we'll let you finish that up well, we, yeah, we, we will, but maybe you'll want to finish that up over there and then move everything in with a clean slate. I th- think that sounds like a good plan. All right. He just goes, so, he's yours. Uh, we could go back mm-hmm. to the castle now. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. So, Andre, uh, making Tatiana's outfit, I would just say make a dexterity check. Okay, sure. That is a 16. All right. That is really good. You managed to get everything but the parts that she said were drunken thoughts. (laughs) You know? Okay. I think Tatiana never expected the ones that she marked as drunken thought to actually appear. Fair. So, when you show it off to her, I think she's really happy with it. Uh, she hands you yeah. 30 gold, and she would like she wants to make a big deal of it, but she just go like, I can't scream about it because Zag is here. <laughs> and we can't let him know. Okay, so thank you so much. It means a lot to me, Andre. Of course. I'm glad to, glad to help. She kind of gives you a two-fingered salute and runs back off to the tavern. Absolutely <laughs> giddy. Nice. So, um, that's another 30 gold for you. Are there any other people in town you want to talk to? Like, does Andre, do you think Andre's made any friends besides the Night Council? Is there uh, anything she's always kind of wanted to do? I feel like now that she has a house, there might be a bit of a kick to, like, move some bucket list items off, you know? <laughs> hmm. I, huh, I'm not sure, because, hmm, I, I don't know about, uh, bucket list stuff, because she doesn't really, like, her bucket list was really short, mostly, you know, have a home have a family stuff that she never really had before (laughs) and like more and more items are being crossed off that list already so um as far as um making friends with folks would this be would this be a good time to to go talk to uh him (laughs) Oh, yeah, totally. Um, okay, yeah. So, 
to set this up properly. One of yeah. the people in town that Andre does know is a changeling man by the name of Chedwick and his nephew, Vil. Uh, they are... Chedwick was once the captain of the guard, and he trained Zagreus. Uh, he's an older sort, and uh, he lives very close to the castle, kind of around where Rue lives, actually. Um, now that he's a bit older, he finds a bit more enjoyment out of strategy games, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think your paths have crossed a few times from staying in the castle, you know? Yeah. And, uh... And I think you guys have... Your love of dragon chess has been well known. <laughs> yeah. He was one of the few people who would actually play Lothor, because uh, him and Lothor had a bit of a rivalry and a friendly rivalry in dragon chess. That's wholesome. I like that. Uh, so I think maybe with the news of your house, you feel like going to pay him a visit, maybe? Yeah. So when you enter his home, you're not actually greeted by him. You're greeted by Vil, his younger nephew, also a changeling, uh, who is in his base form, grayish-skinned, white-eyed changeling, you know? Mm-hmm. And he just kind of kicks his feet and just goes like, Oh, uh, it's you. I'll go tell my uncle that you're here. Um, hold on. And he just kind of runs up some stairs. You hear some, some like, calling. If, if I could have done that, if you were, why did you shout? You're right in my ear. <laughs> and Vil just goes, blame fate, dad, uncle. Eh. <laughs> Andre just kind of, like, chuckles to herself as she listens to this. An older changeling man just kind of walks down the stairs, sees you, and Kind of lights up a bit and just goes, oh my gosh, it's been ages, Andre. How have you been? I've been very good, actually. That's good to hear. Uh, tea? Yes, yes, please. He goes over to start up some tea for you. And himself. I don't usually get a lot of visitors besides guardsmen, but, you know. Yeah, I should visit more. I'm sorry. It's alright. There's, there's quite a lot to get through. And there's quite a lot of people in town pulling you every which way. It's true. Very true. I just hope that I can provide a comfortable space. You always do. He sits down just goes, I already know. Pulls out a dragon chessboard. Very <laughs> one unlike yours. Yours is probably more like casual, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. And his is, like, very old and ornate and probably, like, shiny pieces that are actually metal. Ooh. He just kind of smiles at it and just goes, I've invested in this one uh, for quite some time. I helped, uh, I actually had one of the local artisans make it. Oh. No, his name was Cobblepot. Good, good man. <laughs> like, deal. Very Him nice. Very nice yes. set. Yes. I also worked with, he also works very closely with rivets. Uh, so mm. That's how a lot more of metal work came involved than I had anticipated. <clears throat> it's a very beautiful dragon chess set. Yes, uh, rivets can be a bit of an interesting sort when it comes to conversation, but he is a master at his craft. 
he did try to break a block of ice with me, which was humorous, but I, I do think he actually thought that's how that worked. Oh, yeah. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> I, I, I do worry a little bit. I... I can't blame you for that, honestly. Uh, I, I'm certain you have... I'm certain in this town there's a fair share of people like that. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Definitely. There are some, some interesting sorts in Timshaw. Uh, true. And he just starts moving the, the pieces around. He goes, so, however... And it's, it's interesting, because it's very clear that he's paying very close attention to the game, but is also, like, very casual. It looks effortless, but you can tell that a lot of thought is going on, you know? Oh, he asked uh, how you were doing. Oh. Um, yeah, I've been okay. I've, okay, I've been more than okay. Um, she indicates the, the flying cat on her shoulder. I, Have you thought I of a name yet? I haven't. I've been thinking about it all day, and I can't think of anything good. Mm. I'm, I'm sure it'll come. It, yeah, hopefully. It'll just come to me. Um. Well. <clears throat> we'll see how this goes. <clears throat> <laughs> he, he's playing the game and just goes. I also, I've also heard about current home. That's that's good news. Yeah, when Caleb approached me with with anything, I I happily helped in any way I could. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. I I really really do. How homes in Timshall are not much coin. I'm certain eventually, with your yeah, taking some coin for your efforts, you'd have. Gathered enough in no time, but, you know, we help each other out here. It's true. Huh. Yeah, it's true. I'm very grateful to everyone who contributed. Hilariously, one of your biggest contributors was one of the halflings who used to house you. Make of that what you will. <laughs> uh-huh. Either they really liked you or they really didn't. <laughs> Honestly, it's me. It it, it could have been either. <laughs> uh, you could just tell that like he's still thinking a lot as he moves another piece in a certain direction. This is well She was a she is a kind heart, so I I think it was because she I would like to think so. This morning this morning glory is a very kind halfling. Yeah. I enjoyed my stay with her. He uh, looks over it. So anything else interesting happened lately? Um. Well, I mean, I've. <laughs> I've, I've been getting paid to adventure. I've. I've, I've been saying it for years, great. Andre. I know, I know. <laughs> Finally doing it, though. I don't, I don't, I don't keep track of the time. It, it, it just goes. It goes. Time. <laughs> Keeping track of it is depressing. It's true. I like to live in the moment. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, you have been telling me for a while, and I know, I know, 
But finally, finally I'm doing it. So it's and a good step forward. It is. So that, that's been keeping me rather busy. Um, seamstress work and stuff as well. I'm I'd, glad you finally come out with that passion. <sighs> it's so liberating. Like, I can be myself and not have to worry about my stupid reputation. <laughs> ah, reputation that's a double-edged sword. Having a good one is nice, but it also leads to expectation. Right, and then, and then when you have the reputation of being cold and heartless and you don't want people to to think any differently of you because it's kind of your protection you don't want you typically don't want people to know that you can sew and other things that might make you seem soft uh i suppose i don't know it took it took it's never so binary andre well Tell that to past me. <laughs> I did. I... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he chuckles a little bit and just goes, But no, take it from someone like me. A changeling can kind of do whatever they want. <clears throat> it's true. I've always envied it... that. Things can be whatever you want them to be. Yeah. I just feel comfortable accepting myself as, you know, uh, Chadwick, the, the, the changeling male captain. If I didn't feel comfortable with that, I could change that. Yeah, it's not so easy for other people. It's true. It is true. But <clears throat> I still stand by if someone isn't comfortable in their skin, they have every right to change it. Oh, absolutely. It took me a while to be comfortable with who I am, but I'm getting there. That's good. You can't deny who you are, but what people interpret you as can be changed, I suppose. Yeah. Very true. He just kind of ponders for a moment. And how have things been with the Night Council? I know. I know Rowan and Sari have been Prolific in their <laughs> I have really started to view them as my family as much as they drive me crazy. <laughs> You've told me. Yeah. It... One can one can only have so many uh one can only have so many glitter bombs thrown at evil uh drow before they start to Drain their patience a little bit. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. But despite that, oh, yeah, despite that, I, I really do care about them all, I, a lot. That's good. It's it's how it all goes, you know. <clears throat> it's true. I remember back when I was around your age and was just starting to train Zag. I thought he would never make it, but look at him now. Look at him now, indeed. 
I, that was a learning curve for me as well. You know, sometimes people can surprise you. That's very true. I suppose it was how I was brought up, you know, being the captain during the war and all. Mm -hmm. I suppose part of that has never left. But it makes dragon chess very interesting. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Today is a good day. And I have bad days, Andre, don't get me wrong, but you always seem to turn a bad day to a good one. Oh, well, I'm glad. <clears throat> he kind of just sits for a little, stirs his tea a bit, kind of drifts off in thought. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> you, you're fine. Uh, it, it is my turn, yes? Uh, yes. Sorry. Uh, went somewhere else for a moment. If you don't mind me asking... What were you thinking about? Well, I didn't have anything as intriguing as the hags, I suppose. Well, I guess that's a lie. Go on, I'm listening. Well, did I ever tell you the story about the white dragon? I don't believe you have, actually. It was a... It was a time. It... There was an invasion force back when the war began, and they came through the old town ruins and came right through here. And he goes on to tell the story of how he and his men uh, held the line and kept as many of the half-dragons from hurting people as possible. A group of adventurers, of course, came and helped out, and he also tells how uh, a pretty infamous moment in Calum's life where he blew a raspberry at a white dragon before blasting it with a fireball. (laughs) That's wonderful. He just kind of goes, ah, knew then he was a good man to have as prince. Yeah, he is definitely that. I've been around for quite some time, Andre. That's true. I have to admit, my time when Calum has been in charge has been some of my happiest. He's a good prince, a good, a good leader. Exactly what we needed after his father. I've heard enough stories to... Uh, to know. Yes. Uh, I would rather not talk about that. I don't... I, I don't blame you. Before him, though, there were quite a few good leaders. Uh, one of them was a changeling herself. Really? Yes, uh, she went by Lady Mallory. Everyone thought she was a moon elf until, well, she kept the facade up until her deathbed. Wow. Blew everyone away. <clears throat> that, that is impressive. Want to know the best part? Sure, what's the best part? There are still depictions of her as a moon elf and depictions as a changeling. Really? Yes, uh... People quickly accepted that she was a changeling and she didn't want to be a moon. She wanted to, the people to see her as a descendant of the First Lord, who was himself a moon elf, you know? Give That's them hope. Mm-hmm. But there was also this sense of 
on her deathbed, she revealed her true story and told everyone who she really was, and people have accepted both. I think she would have liked it better that way, personally. I think you might be right. I think it's kind of nice that she's remembered in both ways. Yes, I agree. <clears throat> well, I never really got so attached to one of my forms. I, I can see why one would. Yeah. If I had the power to change my appearance, I... Don't know if I would have a favorite form. Yeah. Lady Mallory made a choice with theirs to be more expressive of who they wanted to show themselves as to the people. Uh, I use them more for practical uses, but I suppose both ways are valid. Both ways are valid. Alright, so to end the game, uh, just make an intelligence check. Alright. Oof. Yeah, that that's a that's a twelve. I think you were a bit lost in Chadwick's story. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and when you do lose, he just goes, "Ah, it's no problem, Andre. You've gone rather well quite a few times. You'll be prolific in no time short." Well, <laughs> thank you for saying so. Is there anything else you'd like to know? Before we part way. I... No, I can't think of anything now. Well, you know my place is always open to you, Andre. I thank you for that. You've been a good friend to me. I'm glad to hear it. <clears throat> he just kind of puts away everything and just kind of smiles and goes, You best be off now. Uh, yeah. You do have a place to go now. It's true. I have to get settled in there. I'm she happy. just kind of... Well, thank you. I think she, like, finishes her tea, sets the cup down, and stands. Uh, Vil would open the door for you um, and just kind of wave you off as Edwick just kind of sits there just looking at the dragon chest set, admiring it a bit. <laughs> she waves back as she heads off on her way. So at this point, it's probably rather late at night. And, yeah. Uh, Calum is waiting for you when you get back into your house with an alien. And uh, he just kind of goes, we did our best. And Elian just kind of, you hear like a popping sound from his back. And he goes like, yes, <laughs> we did. <laughs> oh, thank you both. I really appreciate this. It's no problem, Andre. Come inside. <clears throat> okay. Caleb and Anelian worked to the best of their abilities to make it something you'd appreciate. But oh. tell me, the DM, what would Andre want aesthetically for their home? Uh, hmm. <laughs> I have probably not given enough thought to this. Um, but I would imagine, I would imagine that she she's a simple girl. She doesn't need every, anything to be like super extravagant. Like I think she would value comfort over anything. Um so it's probably like really cozy. Some oh. some yeah. It's like a nice homey feel. 
Yeah. There's probably some of the books she liked from the castle were left for her. E. Uh, <clears throat> one of the nicer dragon chess sets is on the table. Uh, mm. Caleb even just goes, once I tell the others, we're going to have a bit of a housewarming party, hopefully. But until then. <laughs> You're, you've all been so, <laughs> so nice to me. And I almost feel like I don't deserve it. And Elian smiles and goes, it's not about what you deserve. No mm. one needs to worry about what they deserve. If, if life was a balancing act between the good and the bad, well, it wouldn't be much fun, would it? I suppose you're right. Caleb smiles and just goes, the thing that's important is you're you, and we care about you, no matter what you've done. Oh. Oh, thank Not to you. say you haven't done amazing things. You have. But that's worth recognition. Just, it's not all that there is, you know? It's true. It's true. So, me and Anneli say as long as you want. Uh, but I also totally get if you want to spend some time with yourself. <clears> hmm. <throat> You're, you're welcome to stay for a while. Okay. Uh, and Elian smiles and just goes, As much as I'd love to, Andre, I do have to get to bed. It is rather late for me. <laughs> that, that is true. Goes, and I've done quite a bit of manual labor today. Again, thank you for that. No problem. I, I kid. And then you hear like something in his knee pop and just, I mostly kid. <laughs> you I, should probably get some rest I agree he walks out and just kind of waves and Caleb so as you did today and today and today has been kind of just you finishing off with Tatiana right yeah I also I went to see Chadwick oh my gosh how's he doing he seems to be doing well. We played dragon chess and talked for a while. <laughs> I know his nephew's a bit of an oddball, but... Just a little bit. I... What else is new? Um... Hmm. She just kind of, like, stares intently at her Tressum friend. I've been trying. All day. Come up with a name for him. Wow, you got him a few days ago. I know, I know. And today I decided I'm going to name him. Going to name him. And nothing has come to And... Wait. That's a hopeful wait. What about... About filigree? It's got a ring to it. I like that. I think I... Sounds good to me. The, but I don't think I'm the one you need to... Who needs to approve. Oh, that was half to myself, half to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant uh, any points to the Tressum. Who seemed, at the mention of his name, just kind of like perk up a little bit and just kind of... Hmm. I think he likes it. 
the Tressum kind of flaps its wings a little bit, finds a spot on the in the main room, probably a carpeted spot, hmm. and just kind of curls up and starts to sleep. Aw, cutie. Kalem smiles. Well, it looks like he's made himself at home. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's so... It, it's gonna be weird for a while, having my own place. Yeah, that's Not why I having... asked if you, if you hmm? need someone around tonight, because I can imagine the, the emptiness could kind of get to you day one. Yeah, I mean, there's so many sounds. Castle and, and all the, the, um, the times I've stayed with, like, the halflings. There's always someone else there, some sort of sound. Hmm. It's going to take some getting used to, but... Did you ever have a place for yourself? Um... Well... <laughs> I mean, when my parents were still alive, I stayed with them, and it was it was nice. Um, but again, oh, there were people so in the sorry. house. And... I, hmm? I never really asked about your parents. Oh, that is a long story. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe I will. Oh. I mean, it's up to you. Hmm. Calum just kind of, like, notices there's a fireplace and, well, that can't do. And just casts a firebolt in there and just goes, there we go. <clears throat> nice. Ooh, fireplace. I love fireplaces. Okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Yeah, I'll answer your question. Then maybe we can circle back to <laughs> Andre's backstory. <laughs> we didn't get to it during uh, during our Truth or Dare game, so I suppose now's the good time of any. That's true. Um. Anyway, so even even living with my parents, I was with my parents, so there were other people. There was noise. There was sound. Um, right. After. That I actually I did spend a lot of time on my own, even though I didn't know I was on my own. That uh, more on that in a second. So I suppose I suppose this is not my first time having my own place to myself, but it is under completely different circumstances. <laughs> Oh, I see. I, I hope. I hope. Nice circumstance. Oh, this this is this is a much better circumstance. Yes. Hmm. I I don't mean to probe, but you mentioned that you didn't know you had the place to yourself. Yeah. Um. Do you? Okay. All right. A while back. When you were with, um, what were their names? Mimi and Rika and Rin. Oh, um, yeah. I, I don't know if you recall, but I mentioned, well, you, you'd 
faced Jarl Axel, and I uh, kind of bristled at that. I do remember that. Yeah. It... It... So, my parents, they were... They were good people. They tried their best to make... Um... Luskin, the the city the city I was born in, they tried their best to make it a better place because it was not great because of Jarlaxle, you know. Mm-hmm. And he did not like that they were opposing him. So I'm sorry. Yeah, it's. It's okay. It's not okay, but it's okay. Um, after, after that, I knew, I knew exactly who did it. I knew who took my parents from me. But he, oh god, this is hard to explain. Um, Essentially, one of his magical or something, I honestly, I don't know how he did it, but he, he pretended to be someone else and like took me in, sort of. I had no, I had nowhere to go. I had no one. So, there he was, and I, uh, he took me to, um, to Waterdeep, and there was a house, and I stayed in it, and I always assumed that he stayed in it too. There would always be breakfast waiting for me when I woke up, um, stuff like that, but I soon found out that that wasn't the case. And I'd been alone in that house for a very long time. (sighs) It's fine. It's fine. So, hey, took my parents from me, manipulated me for years, and then just, ugh, he took, he took so much from me, so much time, so much, so much everything, like, half my life was just ripped out from under my feet because of him, you know? Uh-huh. <sighs> So I one day hope to um, take it back. (laughs) Be there when you... Thank you. I don't know when that's gonna... I don't either. I mean, it's been years since I left a lot, a lot has happened. 
like even before I got to Timshaw. Yeah, some good, some bad. There, there was a time before I made it to Timshaw. I, uh, well, you know, Jal Axel's a pirate, so I, I kind of had a crew of my own for a while. It was, it was a time. <laughs> that must be interesting. Yeah. A story for another time, maybe. Yeah, a story for another time. It's getting rather late. Caitlin smiles and just goes, You know, I... After the business with the Malsum, I've been giving a lot of things some thought. Oh? You weren't there. Um, no. I was having some really bad dreams. And I spoke with two men, uh, Valerian and Theo. Good, good people. Uh, they helped Sari, Rowan, and I go through our, our nightmares. And fight them physically. Oh, wow. I... When we made it into mine, Andre, I saw her again. You, her? You you saw her again? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry, Caleb. No, it was so nice. Oh, I wasn't. Yeah. It I was... just mean. I just mean. It... No, I know. I know. No, I... thank you. <laughs> the, the... The Malsum tried to manipulate me with that. But I had to stand against it. And at the very end, I... In the dream plane, we learned some way to make things happen. Uh, Sari turned Cooper into a full-size dragon. <laughs> oh, goodness. Rowan turned into a T-Rex. And, I mean, I couldn't do much. I was so afraid, but... In that moment, I just kind of reached out for help, and she was there. Oh, so nice. It was only a dream, but sometimes you wish, you know? Yeah. Oh, come here. She opens her arms for a hug. <laughs> and he gives, he gives it and just kind of smiles at her and just goes, you know? I thought it would be easier <clears throat> after what happened with the Malsum. I thought we had literally beat our bad thoughts into submission, but I guess nothing in life is that easy, huh? Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Thank you, Andre. You're the you and everyone else have been some of the closest friends I've ever had. Me too. I... He smiles and just kind of says, <sighs> Zag and I haven't done much in a while. I feel like after I kind of started remembering Anna more, we kind of have a bit of an elephant in the room. Yeah, you... 
as much as that might be um, a, a difficult topic to broach, I do think you should try to talk to him about it. He's my best friend. It's just hard, because he was there too, you know? Yeah, I understand. The three of us were inseparable back in the day. Kind of like how we are now. Mm. <laughs> but it's just hard. Just don't know what to say, you know? Oh, it's me. I know that feeling. Any advice? Um. I was never really the one to... <laughs> I, I was never the best at dealing with, you know, emotions in general. So my, my, my first instinct was always to ignore and to push things down until I could pretend that they weren't there. Um, don't do that. Just things, it, it's going to be hard, probably for the rest of your life, but you have to, you, you, you just have to remember, you, you have to keep things, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's okay. It's okay. You, Div looks at the fire. Yeah. That's okay. I think I know what you mean. I'm sorry I'm not the best at <laughs> No, I'm this. sorry. I put you on the spot. <laughs> it's fine. I just... I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I've never really been the best at it. I've always tried to ignore my emotions, so putting them into words is difficult. Maybe with time we'll get that worked out. Maybe. He gives Andre one more hug. Well, I can stay if you want. I know your first night alone might bring up some bad memories. Mm, that would be nice. He nods and just goes, I'll just sit by the fire. It, it reminds me of her sometimes. Okay. Have if a good you... night, Andre. Thanks. You too, Caleb. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, if, if you need something, you know where I'm at. <laughs> I do. And he <laughs> just kind of looks at the fire again and just goes, Andre? Yeah, Caleb? You're... You're one of the closest people I know, and I say this with absolute confidence. <sighs> Weird side tangent, but I'll get to my point. I, things have been nice for me, you know? Okay. I, after the business with the doppelgangers and the angel tricking me going out, I've kind of started to enjoy it, and it's been nice. Hmm. 
and I mean, I have so many friends and all of you and Rin and the others from Asylum and Lothar and I have been talking about the subsystem and oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. There's so many amazing things happening. Yeah. And I just, I can't help but feel like I'm stuck in the past. I just don't want to be unfair to now because of what once was, you know? That's, that, that's understandable. But what I will say is that you're not being unfair to the present by looking back at your past. It's Again, just give me a second to find the words. <laughs> it's okay. She was so important to you. I don't... I think she would be pleased to know that you haven't forgotten. Yeah. I hope. Oh, trust me. I know. At least that's what I tell myself. (laughs) I guess we both gotta just admit to ourselves certain things sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Andre. Of course. Anytime. I'll be here. Don't worry about it. Okay. And you could just see Caelan kind of curl up by the fire like the Tressum, more in his own seat, and just kind of start to doze. Andre probably would go to her her room. Ha ha ha, she has a room. Grab, like, an extra blanket and bring it uh, for Caelan. Just kind of drape it over him, tuck him in. He's a bit of a heavy sleeper. He wouldn't notice. (laughs) And she'd just kind of whisper, good good night, Caleb, and head off to her room. All right. Andre, it's your first night in this new bed and a new room. Everything's peaceful. Yep. It's probably the sound of crickets. <laughs> I imagine she sits on the edge of the bed for a while, just kind of taking it all in, like the events of like the last few days. The whole and the, <laughs> some money in her belt now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. After a while, I imagine she'd actually attempt to go to sleep. (laughs) Alright. And that would be where we'd call it. But I have a little something extra. Oh? (laughs) Andre, you go to bed and your mind drifts off and you know, you have your usual dreams if you do have any familiar ones, but 
there's a certain point where your thought lapses and it feels like you've just been jarred away. But you're not in your room. You're at a table. It's, it's like the castle. It's like the grand hall of the castle, but just a little different. What do you do? Um, I probably she's just looking around confused. Like, what? <laughs> you touch the table you're sitting at and you realize it has form. You can feel it. Well, that's not supposed to happen. And there's a sound. Maybe just like the crackling fireplace outside of your room that you can remember. But it kind of gets a little loud, and when you blink, they're sitting across the table from you. There's a dark-skinned high elf who's tall and has golden blonde hair, pretty eyes, and a bit, a bit slimmer. Uh, she looks you up and down and just goes, Well, glad to see you made it. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, what? Hi. Um, this is probably weird. Very weird. Oh, you don't say. I, I know introductions aren't in order. I know you, Andre. Um, <clears throat> do you know me? I think she kind of like looks at this woman for a while. Like, eyes kind of squinted a little bit as she's uh, thinking. And then her eyes just kind of widen. And she she can probably barely hear her because she's just kind of like in awe and her voice is kind of like whispery, but just like Anna? Hi. <clears throat> Hi. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> oh, oh my gods. Um, hello. You're not dead. You're not dead. Let me, let me put that one out. <laughs> I, okay. okay. You're not dead. I promise. You're asleep. Everything's fine. You're not going to die. You're not going to, you're going to wake up in the morning and everything's going to be well. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. Okay. I, I hope you're right. Cross my heart, I I swear. I'll take your word for it. This isn't usually supposed to happen, but I'm at a place now where I can start making some exceptions. I've been wanting to reach out to you for so long. All of you. I'm I'm a little emotional. Wait, what do you mean? for, For how long? We'll get there. We'll get there. I'm sure you have a lot of questions. Oh, I have so many questions. I, of course, came to the table with my own request, but I suppose getting some, some, some questions out of the way sounds like a good idea, so... Whew. She just kind of composes herself, puts her... put a hand through her hair, and it floats through her head, and she just goes, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> then just kind of looks at you and just goes, all right, well, 
Fire away. Um, okay, first question. Is it actually you? Am I am I crazy? Is No, yes, no. Yes, no. Yeah, yes, no. Okay. Um I mean, I'd like to think I'm still me. I mean, 50 years changes a woman, but, you know. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Um, you said you've been wanting to get in contact for a while now. Yes, I did say that. <clears throat> Does that mean you've been watching us? There's not much else to do up here. Huh. Okay. So you've been watching us. Correct. And doing my best to help where I can. Not not very what? tangible ways, mind you, but my own ways. Ways like what? Well, haven't you ever been just a little curious about why your immune system was just so damn good? What are you... Um, my god, the Frost Curse. Way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Even the kobolds were turning blue. That was pretty funny, actually. But, <clears throat> somehow, you, Rowan, and a few others managed to get by unscathed. I did kind of wonder about that. I mean, she kind of, it, she kind of gets more comfortable at the seat and just, like, moves her hand and a, a pot of tea appears. Nice. And two <laughs> little cups, one for each of you. And she just pours them because, I mean, don't get half elven or nothing to sneeze at, but <laughs> you know. Uh, okay. Okay. Just all you needed was a little fire magical war to keep that ice from touching your heart. And lucky for you, she kind of holds out her hand and some sparks fly out. I got that in spades. Alright. Um, okay. So. You're really Anna. Correct. You've been watching all of us. Mm-hmm. And manipulating events to our advantage. Manipulating is such a harsh word, Andre. Well, forgive me. I'm kind of in shock. Well, I mean, that's valid, but... Here. Let me put it in a way I think you'll understand. And, uh... She kind of goes, You like dragon chess, Andre? Oh, what am I kidding? I know. You... You're prolific. But... <clears throat> Hmm. When I died, I was offered a dragon chess game. A very long dragon chess game. And I... I could have chose to be at peace, live up here, make things... make the best of things. But that's not who I am, Andre. I fight for the people I believe in. So I was given a choice, and I took the... I took the road less traveled, I guess. 
it's a tough one. And my opponent is the laws of reality. And believe me, the laws of reality are really good at, at this figurative game of Dragon Chess. But I've been moving my pieces. You guys have not been insignificant. Hmm. I'm getting very close, Andre. And I just need... I just need your help. Okay. You're probably thinking very close to what? Yeah, I was about to ask. I'll get, we'll get there when we get there. Just trust me, trust me. But needless to say, I'm not doing this because it's easy, Andre. Well, I would imagine so. There's just some things that are worth fighting for. And even though she is long and since dead, a bit of a blush kind of crosses her cheeks. Hmm. But what's more important is right now I need to get something to you, but I, I'm sure you still have questions, so. I'm just trying really hard to wrap my mind around this. Well, it's not that difficult. Here, let me try and explain. So, souls end up in the astral plane. Okay. Well, some would argue the ethereal, the astral, they, they do blend, you know? Depends on who you ask. <clears throat> Us souls, we're not helpless. We can be manipulated, called on by magical means, hence undead, like your friend Lothar. Mm -hmm. We still regain, retain some of who we were. And I, upon encountering that reality, I realized that I had a very small chance, but a chance set things right. I I guess I just wasn't ready to go. Okay. I I understand that. She just kind of just kind of thinks for and just kind of at Have you ever wanted something so bad? Yeah. Yeah, I know what that feels like. Disembodied souls here in the astral plane can reach the outer world. But to pull yourself back? It's not... It's not impossible, but it's far from precedent. Mm. And if I mess this up, the planar system as we know it could be in trouble. I mean, there's Limbo, Ysgard, other worlds, and I'm trying to pull back into the material, the world you live on, from where I am, 
Okay. Yeah, I can. Yeah, that seem. I it it makes sense that there would be a lot riding on that. Yeah. I've been doing my research, Andre. There's a lot of things I can learn from the souls of everyone ever. <laughs> mm, yeah. And that's given me a lot of options. So much so that I took a, took a bit of a gamble, but didn't really fall into fruition, you know? Oh? You remember your time in Ravnica? I do. There was a reason that I had vested interest in you arriving there. <clears throat> the, the people of Ravnica have learned of a power called planeswalking. It, that sounded like exactly what I needed. I thought if you could go there, find someone who knew how to do it, and then I learned the truth. It's innate. Like sorcery, but rarer. I can't really gain it, you know? I see. And then I lost you guys in Ravnica. I, I thought I could, my vision would be able to sense you guys in the other world, but then I... Ugh, she kind of puts her hand on her head, almost seemingly tired, and just goes, something happened there, and I don't... I couldn't see it. But... And I was really nervous. Thought I was well, uh -huh. well, everyone got out okay, but we don't talk about what happened in Ravnica. I see. I'm glad you all made it out okay. The thought of my brash idea turning into something that could have lost all of you, I, I wouldn't know how to forgive myself. Well, all's well that ends well, I suppose. I suppose. When I picked up with you again, you were having that sleepover with Calum, and I, I kept myself busy. Saw some other adventures. There's a lot going on in the world, Andre. Oh, don't I know it. So I kept myself busy, but your guys' story is the one I really am invested in. When you guys pinged back up on my radar and everything. Mm. I've grown really fond of you guys. I wish I could say more, but... <sighs> Maybe someday. Mm. Maybe someday. That day may not be that far off. That's why I'm here. Okay. Andre? Are you sitting? You are sitting. I think I can come back. You... you think you can come back? I've been... pouring into my thoughts, and once the planeswalker thing fell through, I knew I had to go the long, hard way, but... it's a way. Undead exist in your world, Andre, in... powerful way. Lothor is... prime example. It... yeah. Yeah, okay. But a wraith just isn't my style. 
if I want to come back, Andre, I want to be the full thing. Okay, I'm listening. It's like your, it's like your changeling friend said. I want to be comfortable in my skin. So, this is where you come in. A lot of things are going to start happening soon, Andre, and they're going to be tough. You're going to need to face pretty powerful challenges. Thought I could finally reach out to Calum, but then the fucking order happened and the mousesome clever bastards. I knew they were on to me, but I didn't think they'd strike that hard that fast. Um, yeah, he told me about that. Well, I had to change tactics. Going to Calum was the immediate idea. I know him. If I told him I could come back, he'd drop everything and spend the world to do it. I know that. But the Order has him pegged, too, now. That's unfortunate. So I had to change my gears. So that's why I'm here with you. You guys mean so much to him. And I'm sure if you guys told him this, I'm sure he'd believe you. It may take some convincing, but I do believe it. Okay. Okay. I'll let you ask a few more questions after I'm done. Here's where I come. It's going to be three things we're going to need to make this work, Andre. And you have one of them. We do? That red orb, Vivis? He, she, like, grins a little bit and just goes, there was a reason I made Ellen take, I, I made sure that was right where it needed. That is powerful magic, Andre, and it's going to cause a few problems here and there. Raw magic contained in such a small place is going to cause fluctuations. I can't promise that it'll be fun. There might be some fun ones. You might just spontaneously burst out into song, or, you know, the world might end, but <laughs> you can't. Hmm. I'm joking. I'm joking. It wouldn't be that are, cataclysmic. Are you? It wouldn't be that cataclysmic, I hope. But raw magic in a confined space is risky business. Keep that in mind. But that I noticed. Is, but that's step one. The okay. next thing you're going to need is in the Arcana. Is that still up and running? It, uh, ha ha ha. No. It's not. But it, it, it's still there. It's just not running. <laughs> oh, well. I'm sure you guys could handle whatever's in there's undead half dragons, um, according to Lothor. Uh, well, gross. I'll see you through that one too. But there's a tome in there, really old, really powerful shit, really theoretical. <laughs> but when has none of this not been right? True. There's a ritual for a creature called the Belnorn. They're like liches, Andre, but they retain who they were. They're not just evil. There, there doesn't need to be a soul harvesting. I could come back and be me, but it's highly theoretical. 
very few people have managed to make it work and less people have managed to make it work without side effects, but I'm willing to take that risk. Wow. That's, that's, wow. It's risky business. But, like I said, there's some people you bend the way. Aww. So, that's what I'm setting up. I'm gonna need him too, though. Caleb needs to be ready. And Elian could cast the ritual, but his magic is divine, and what we're looking for is way more arcane. Okay, that makes sense. So how do we make sure that Caleb's ready? Keep him on the path he's on. Keep him adventuring. That whole commissioned adventurer thing? Pretty smart move. Get him involved. Not in the rogue business. I mean, it's good that he's there, but that's not what we need right now. You need to push him to get harder in his magic. He's gonna need it. It's a strenuous ritual, and harnessing the red orb is intense. Okay. okay. You're, gonna need, you're gonna need to be there for him when that happens. I can do that. I'm, I'm not sending this message to you alone. I... I do plan to tell Sari very soon. Do do you want us to tell Caleb? I've been antsy about that question. I don't really know. I see the benefit. I really do. If he, like I said, I know him. He'd do whatever it takes. But I don't want to stress him out too much, you know? That's fair. I think eventually he's going to catch on, though. Best rip off the band-aid, I suppose. Hmm. Otherwise, you might think he might think you're hiding from him. We definitely don't want that. No, we don't. He's just gotten comfortable with that. Something like that could break that trust. Yeah. It's going to be a hard one to explain, but I do think you need to be honest. Okay. I we we can do that. She smiles a little bit and just I know you. Hmm. <sighs> I didn't pick you for nothing. Hmm. Could have gave my blessing. Could have Skirted that curse to anyone in town, but I picked you and Rowan and the others, and not all of them panned out. I don't know why I thought Talia would be a good idea, but... <laughs> uh, hmm. Talia was an interesting character. Yes, she was. But that's not, that's not important now. You, Rowan, and Sari have stuck through Calum with thin and through thick and thin. And we're ready now. The pieces are falling into place, and I think I have the laws of reality in check, Andre. I just need you to make a checkmate. (sighs) 
pay. Well, uh, okay. She kind of lets out a heavy sigh and just goes, Thank the gods. I, ugh, being that serious for that much time was killing me. I mean, it's serious business, you know, coming back to life. It is, but serious was never my style. She kind of puts her feet up on the table. <sighs> God, it feels like I just had to read off a book report. Yeah, it was, it was sort of book report-ish. Yeah, but I'm glad it's done. I'm sure you still got yeah. questions, though. I... Oof, I... I mean, it's pretty straightforward. We need to... keep the Red Orb safe, get the, the tome from the Arcanum, and, you know, make Caleb better at magic. <laughs> I mean, what could go wrong, right? Well, a lot of things. I mean... That was sarcastic, Anna. <laughs> I know, but look at the time you live in, Andre. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be easy, but... It's not going to be impossible, either. No, definitely not impossible. <sighs> Indulge me, Andre. How's he doing? Mm -hmm. He... He's doing well, but... He misses you a lot. It's nice to hear. You just kind of, you know, 50 years of planning also gives you a lot of time to imagine some pretty bad scenarios. That's true. Don't worry, we've been taking care of him. I know you have. I've been watching. It's funny. I... Thought I cared about him then, but here, <laughs> guess I didn't know. You know? Yeah. But he's—it's not gone forever. This, there's a chance. I have to keep telling myself that. Don't worry, we'll get you back. Yeah. See, I kind of like being back. 50 years changes a lot of people. But, I mean, I'll have you and Rowan and Sorry. And that's true. I mean, of course, Calum. But. And Calum. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> hey, listen. You're not subtle. I know I'm not, but... I mean... Fuck you. She just kind right of crosses back her arms at you. Goes, There's like a little bit of pause and she just goes, I'm gonna like having you around. <laughs> she kind of crosses her own arms and leans back in her seat. I rather like having me around too. <laughs> It's been interesting having conversation again. Glad to entertain. 
Can we do this again sometime? I mean, I don't see why not. Thank you. Of course. I really do that. I mean, being dead can't be the easiest thing in the world. I can imagine no. you probably get lonely here. Yeah. There's not even anything fun. I mean, occasionally we get some fun stuff when it breaks, then it becomes ours, but then it's broken. Can't really deal with that. Is there no way to fix it, like, here? <sighs> yeah, yes, it was all, like, star magic and... It's just not the same. <clears throat> hmm? Cake is just cake. I just want cake, damn it. Not the dropped shit that always ends up popping around here. <laughs> huh. We'll, we'll have to get you some cake when we get you back. <laughs> oh, if my undead body comes with a stomach, it'll be well worth it. One <laughs> working taste buds. I... God, I sure hope so. I'll have to think. I'll... Gotta make sure I can spend enough money to get the full package, you know? <laughs> yeah. You don't want the free trial version. No, no. It won't <laughs> be fun. I mean, if you're going to be back, it would be nice to be, you know, all the way back. Not just partially. Hard agree, my friend. Alright, well. You still, we are still limited to dream time, so. It's been nice, Dre. You know what? It has been. We'll have to do this again a couple of more times before we bring you back. Agreed. You're gonna wake up. You're gonna be watching. So you better tell Kaylin, okay? I will do my best. <laughs> she thinks about it for a moment, just kind of scratches her head and just goes, What to say? What to say? Yeah, 50 years to think of the perfect wake up. You think 50 years to think of the perfect one liner and you come up short. That's okay. Tell him he's a moron for me, okay? <laughs> Will do. Thanks. Cool. Have, have a good rest of your night, Anna. You too, Anna. Then you wake up. Whew! <laughs> well, that was a lot. There's no one to answer you. But you open out your hands a little bit, probably trying to reach for, I don't know, like, you probably have, like, a pajama of some kind, but you're probably trying to reach for, like, a glass of water. Mm. And out from your hand shoots a little bit of sparks. What? <laughs> you just hear a voice just kind of in your mind just go, also, you were the only one who couldn't cast, and I was losing it. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, Anna, you son of a bitch. 
it's not too much. Don't worry, it's not too much to handle. Uh, you're still going to be mostly yourself. Just thought of a few implements that could improve your process. Also, uh, your little mouse friend, Percy. Uh-huh. Uh, you may want to just think about him for a moment. Okay. You hold out your hand and he just pops in your mind and pops in your hand. Um. Your mouse is now your familiar. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, that. Wow. Thank you. She just kind of, you just hear like a faint chuckle and just goes. I can't be I can't be really talking to you much longer. You're still like half asleep, so I'm kind of skating by a loophole. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> You'll have to discover your powers on your own. They're not much, but they're pretty nice, I hope. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. So I have magic now. Incredibly limited magic. Okay. Two cantrips and a first level. Uh, magic initiate feat. Yep. <laughs> I see. Okay. Go down the stairs? Yeah. The main room? Yeah. The fire is dead and Caleb is sleeping. What do you do? I think she's gonna let him sleep. Because with what she has to tell him... <laughs> yeah, she's gonna let him sleep for a while. <laughs> Alright. And so Andre just... Breakfast. And... It's ready to bring the news.